Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hoopball Podcast listeners. Are you a fantasy expert and want to write or podcast for Hoopball? Do you have aspirations of covering a team? Are you a master of sales and want to earn some cash on the phones? Well, we've got good news. Hoopball's recruiting. If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or by emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Again, that's at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. The following is a Hoopball presentation. Welcome back. It is I Lost with Bank back with another installment of the Pelican Scoop, a hoop ball presentation. We're back again. No guests today. We've uh, I know we've been spoiled the last few weeks and we've had someone just about every week. Um, but this week it's just me. I'm flying solo. But on the plus side, we're going to be talking basketball. So if you're as keen as I am to talk about the Pels, we'll listen in and we've got a huge show actually. Uh, we're going to break down the second and third scrimmage, uh, the first game against the Nuggets and then the second against the Bucks. Uh, both great games and the Pels performed very, very well. Uh, it's also game day. The season's back. The bubble has worked for now, touch wood. Uh, we've had no positive coronavirus tests or um, results, so we're happy with that. Uh, Zion Williamson is out of quarantine, so he had left the bubble for family reasons, and um, and I think it all sorted itself out. He then returned to Orlando bubble. Uh, he got to quarantine for four days, and now he's out, and he's back training with the team. And he should be ready and raring. I'm not sure if he'll if he'll start. I assume he would. I think he's uh, he's pretty keen to get into it. But um, from all reports, he's ready and raring, and he, he's looking in the best shape of his career, uh, albeit very uh, short career to date. But uh, yeah, we're we're excited for a bit of Zion action. You'd anticipate that the starting lineup would be something like Lonzo, Drew, Bi, Zion, and and Derek Favors. Um, however, they've been running a few different combos throughout the scrimmages that we'll get to. A little bit later on, we talk about that. Firstly, a bit of news. Uh, the Black Lives Matter messages have been selected by the players. 
Uh, the Pels have opted to put them on the back of their jerseys. Uh, a quick rundown as to what each player will have on their back for the games. Uh, so for the scrimmages, they won't have. Uh, sorry, the resumption games, the uh, the seeding games. I guess they are. Uh, there won't be the actual last names on there. There will only be the message, and they'll be auctioned off to then go and support uh, the movement, which I think is fantastic. And um, yeah, what a great incentive by the NBA to show their support to the uh, to the cause, which is um, yeah, which is fantastic. So Sindarius Thornwell, Black Lives Matter. Lonzo Ball, equality. Jackson Hayes has equality. Etwan Moore will have equality. Jalil Okafor will have equality. Brandon Ingram, freedom. Kendrick Williams will have I Can't Breathe. Derek Favors, listen to us. Frank Jackson, peace. Zion Williamson, peace. Darius Miller will have power to the people. Zylan Cheatham, say their names. Josh Hart, say their names. Drew Holiday, say their names. Jay Reddick, say their names. And Nicola Melli, is going to have the Italian word for equality. Uh, I'm not even going to try to uh, pronounce that, but um, yeah, if you speak Italian, he's going to have equality on his back. And Nikhil Alexander-Walker is going to have vote. So, great incentive from the guys to uh, to do that and, um, and stand by it. There may also be a kneeling, uh, I suppose, protest, a, a, a peaceful protest at the start of the game, uh, where they'll take a knee for the national anthem. But again... It's all conjecture until we see what happens out there. And, and I think the teams and, and the league are fully supporting uh, what's going to happen uh, in, in terms of all of the uh, the unrest that's been over in the US at the moment um, and all over the world in in light of the um, the Black Lives Matter movement. So so good on them for taking a stand and uh, we look forward to seeing a whole heap of that. And, and that will open the whole season. So, well, the resumption season, I guess, it as a bit of a backtrack, every team that is there, there's 22 out of the 30 are going to be playing eight resumption seeding games, which will then determine the playoffs. In the East, uh, there's the eight playoff teams that were ranked there at the uh, start of the hiatus. And then there is the Washington Wizards, who were also uh, invited to go there to have a crack at getting in. Uh, statistically, they can still get in. I mean, it's unlikely with no Beal and no Davis Bertans uh, attending. But uh, we'll see what happens with those guys in the East. Over in the West, uh, there was a couple of extra teams. The Pelicans was one of them. That's why we're still going. Uh, There's also Portland were there. The Kings, the Suns, and the Spurs were all invited as well, along with the the eight ranked teams or playoff teams to date. So pretty exciting. Everyone's backing in the Pelicans as, as a bit of a favourite to get in there. Uh, we're chasing down Memphis. If we can trigger a play-in tournament, which basically is a, uh, I guess, a home-and-home game, uh, except it's all played in the bubble, against uh, the Memphis Grizzlies uh, to trigger that, uh, that eight spot, and whoever wins those games goes in. I mean, Memphis... Are healthy for the most part. They lost Justice Winslow, but otherwise, we're going to be chasing them down and, and having to play some pretty tough basketball against some pretty good sides. Um, having a look at the schedule, we play the Utah Jazz first up. Uh, so that's today. Um, so that's 5.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, you'll be able to see it on Fox Sports New Orleans and on TNT over in Australia. It'll be on ESPN, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, then we play an away game against Clippers on Saturday, August 1. 
Uh, again, ESPN, Fox Sport, New Orleans, it'll be played. Uh, you can listen to it on the radio at ESPN, 100.3 FM. Uh, that's 5 p.m. Central Time on the 1st of August. Uh, then we play Memphis, home game, August 3, 5.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, again, broadcast is, is the same. Uh, then we play the Sacramento Kings, August 6, 12.30 p.m. Central Time. So an earlier game, um, lunchtime game, which uh, we, we're not mad about. We'll, we'll play basketball whenever. Not worried about it. Uh, broadcast will be Fox Sport New Orleans and then NBA TV and, and the radio as well. Home game, Friday, uh, the August the 7th against the Wizards. Uh, so that's 7 p.m. Central. And that's only on Fox Sport New Orleans. I don't know if it's going to be nationally broadcast. It might be on NBA TV. Probably not in the US, but in Australia more than likely. We tend to get all of the games, which is phenomenal. Uh, we play the Spurs then, Sunday, August 9, 2 p.m. Central Time. And that's on Fox Sport New Orleans and ABC, ESPN 100.3 FM. And then we got a back, we got a couple of uh, away games, and we got, I mean, they're away games, which means all the branding is the other team, but otherwise you're playing on the same court. We got the Kings Tuesday, August 11, 8 p.m. Central. Foxport, New Orleans, TNT, ESPN 100.3 FM, and then we play the Magic Thursday, August 13. The time is actually to be determined, so it hasn't been decided yet. Uh, Foxport New Orleans is going to broadcast it, and that's our eight. That's that's the games. So I think we could win nearly all of these. You know, Jazz is going to be a test, but they've had some issues with the coronavirus, and, and they've got Bogdan Bogdanovich out. You know, the Clippers are a tough side, but are they going to play at full strength? You know, they're going to be protecting themselves to play in the actual playoffs. Memphis, we've given them a touch-up all the way throughout the year. But again, no one knows what's going to happen in this. And I actually spoke with uh, with David Williams from Hoopball Grizz a couple of... Oh, it would have been a week ago now or a couple of weeks ago now about this resumption and, and what he thinks. And he was of the same opinion that this is going to be pretty hard fought. I don't know if any of them is a landslide. It's going to be pretty tough to see how this all shapes out and, and who could get in. You know, the Kings are a sneaky... Sneaky bet. They've had a few injuries as well, though. So it'll be interesting to see how they play out. And Portland, they've got guys back. Yusuf Nurkic is back. Uh, they've, they've got Zach Collins back as well. You know, a couple of big men who can set screens and look like they're in pretty good shape. So who knows how this is going to shape out. You know, the Pelicans are probably the deepest. And as we'll talk about coming up in, in the scrimmages, we're playing 11 deep and the guys are all contributing. So... I don't think there's many teams out that can do that. I might be a bit biased, but uh, I'm excited to see this kick off. So tonight it is 5.30 p.m. Central Time against the Jazz. Tune in, support your pals. I'll be doing a show as soon as I can afterwards, and uh, we'll get that up, and, and I'll do a bit of a game review, and we'll have a chat about that as well. Make sure you tweet me. I am Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. This is Pels. The Pelican Scoop at Hoopball Pels on Twitter, hoop-ball.com. And while I'm plugging everything, make sure you head over to that uh, the homepage because there is heaps going on over there. There's articles. There's all of the team shows are firing up. Uh, the DFS today is coming back. If you like a bit of fantasy, the daily fantasy is there. There's NBA fantasy tonight. That's there. Um, oh, 
whatever show you can think of is, is there. There's a box score breakdown. Be watching that if you're doing a bit of fantasy basketball for a couple of resumption leagues. I'm in a couple. Uh, one of them is with a whole heap of other hoop ball pros, so we're looking forward to seeing how that shapes up and, and who gets the bragging rights. Uh, I, for one, intend to lord over everyone shall I uh, pull out a victory, but uh, we'll see what happens in that uh, reminder, head over to manscaped.com for 20% off if you use the code HOOPBALL20. So you get 20% off, you get free shipping, you can buy whatever you want from over there. The Lawnmower 3.0, fantastic shaver. It's got a little light on it, ceramic blade, it doesn't pinch. What more do you want? I don't know, but go and get one. Also, my bookie has partnered with us again at HoopBall, mybookie.ag. So if you're going to have a punt, go and do it over there. They will sign you up um, and match your deposit 100%. I think there's a limit on that, so make sure you go and check it out. Uh, all the details over at HoopBall, hoop-ball.com. Uh, they've got deals going on over there. Uh, the whole new revamped website is phenomenal. So they've changed the forum up. You can get discounts on premium the more you comment make sure you head over there and have a look because there's so much there you can comment live into the uh, articles whatever you want to do guys have spent a whole heap of time make sure you head to hoopball instagram at hoopball official give that a like uh, hoopball facebook page at hoopball hoops on uh, facebook so you go have a look you'll see me on there saturday night lyle i do a live fantasy show every Sunday morning Australian time or uh, Saturday night over there in the US. So make sure you tune into that as well and, and leave us some comments and, and some questions because I'm happy to answer them live and free as always. Now, anyway, you've heard enough of me plugging stuff. Let's get into the scrimmages. So we played the Nuggets. They had eight players available in the first game, which for them was unfortunate because there were no guards whatsoever in their lineup. So they ran out of five big man starting lineup with Jokic running the point, or Nikola Jokic, however you want to say his name. Uh, we had favours back in, but we had no BI and no Hart. Hart was out getting a minor tooth thing, and he was all right after that. But um, we started with Favors, Drew, JJ, Melly, and Lonzo. So pretty nice little starting lineup. Uh, playing a bit smaller, a lot of floor spreading. Favors started really well. Uh, he followed a mislayup to begin the game. He had a big steal. Uh, Melly started hot. He hit a big three. There was heaps of good ball movement. That was something in the first quarter that I was really impressed with was the ball movement. Uh, Holiday blocked. Uh, one of the bigger blokes here, I think it was Plumley who went up. Um, didn't get the rebound, unfortunately. They followed, I think, Tory Craig uh, laid that back in after that. So, bit of a um, bit of a shame that we didn't secure the rebound. You know, we've talked about that all year, about uh, the defensive play doesn't finish, but everyone was out of position because of the block, and, and that was pretty good. It was just two points. Lonzo, I love how he pushes the ball up and down the court. That was something that he really, really thrived on in this one. Um... You know, unfortunately, sometimes he gets a bit of ahead of himself. He turns it over. But uh, by pushing it, it actually found an open melee. There was a big three. This was in the first first quarter. And, and we were away. We were away very early. You know, JJ hit a big three. 
Drew was driving to the rack, as well as defending Jokic in the post. So, you know, this guy's, what, 6'11", and he's playing on Drew, who's 6'2", so, and I don't know what, he's pretty strong, but he um, he was getting, he was doing pretty well. He's holding his own, and I think that was interesting to see that the point guard could uh, could hold his own against a big center, and I suppose he had to. You know, they had Bol Bol, who uh, was all the hype after his first game, came out and started hot. He had a couple of big transition threes again, and he looked really good. Um, Drew a huge cross-court shot. He hit Lonzo, which was a big three. Um, and we were away. We just looked really, really good. And that's something that uh, you're happy with to see in these scrimmages, especially with guys like B.I., Hart, Zion out, guys that would demand the ball usually. It was pretty interesting to see. JJ, uh, pump fake Bobo out in the uh, wing. He, um, oh, in the corner, sorry. And then... Uh, unfortunately, he stepped in and that got blocked. This bloke so long, seven foot nine reach or something. He's yeah, absolute weapon. JJ big double passes out, smart hits Drew with a three pointer, and that forced a timeout. They were rattled, and I suppose when you got Miles Plumley bringing, uh, sorry Mason Plumley bringing the the ball up the court, you're in a bit of strife because there's just no ball handlers whatsoever. Um, the only guy they were running there was Daniels, who just kept getting fouled. He was fouled all the time. I think he had. Five fouls in the end, um, but he was not doing well. JJ drew a big charge on Bol Bol, who got ahead of himself. It was 11-0 run at that point in the first quarter. There was a big mismatch, Plumley on Drew, and that resulted in a couple of shots for Plumley. The fouls were killing us. We um, The game went on for ages purely because of these fouls. You know, they got in foul trouble really early, and, um, and they were over the line, so the Nuggets are shooting free throws. In the second quarter, the Nuggets are shooting free throws from the seventh minute mark or something, which is just, you can't have that. This game, we were back to the 12 minutes, and it was the first time also that we saw the Pelicans' uh, home ground, which has got the big won't bow down uh, phrase splattered everywhere. It looks really good, um, and it felt like home court. But that's just me getting ahead of myself. Uh, jumping back in, there was some really good ball movement at times, which I was happy with. Hustle, hustle, hustle. There was a bit where Lonzo jumped out of bounds, planted one foot, threw it back up, saves it to Drew. Drew hits, he pushes it, and then hits a trailing JJ who splashes a huge three. Unbelievable play. And it's just because you wanted the ball more. And, you know, you can't teach that. And these young blokes, they're looking fit, that's for sure. So we're happy with that. Uh, Favors was looking a bit gassed. Cause I think the young blokes running him up and down the court was wearing him out. There was a few uh, empty possessions, which uh, he just had to run for. So, um, you know, he'll get his conditioning. This was his first game of the year. So we're, uh, we're not surprised that he was doing it tough. What we've got to be careful on in this as well was driving out too hard. There was a couple of instances where we overcommitted to these guys that are effectively centers um, by charging out to them on the on the perimeter, and they just go past you. They might make the shot or miss it, but unfortunately we got caught out a little bit. Jackson Hayes, Frank came in, and Etwan. Uh, as soon as they came in, there was a shift in energy. The guys... Didn't miss a step. They kept going. It was good patience. You know, Hayes hit a mid-range. That was next level. Um, we saw a bit of 
post-passing out of Jackson Hayes, his development has come in leaps and bounds. I can't explain where this has come from, but he looks absolutely phenomenal. Um, patient. He looks like he's played a lot more basketball than he has. Uh, bounce pass to Frank. There was a big three from that. Um, one of my favorite moments of the whole night was Kenny Hustle fighting for the rebound. He'd come in, Kendrick Williams. Fought for a rebound that he had no business getting. He kicked it out to Etwan Moore, who drove in, gave him the show-and-go 2008 Rondo-esque ball fake and laid it in um, over the top of a couple of centers there, and that just looked awesome. Looked casual, but, you know, that is a difficult, difficult shot for anyone to make. Uh, we had a bit of a show of Nikhil running the point, and I don't mind that at all. That guy's got to develop. He's looking confident. He was he was finding people. He was playing well, and again, he um, this was a game where he really dominated in in different parts, and, and I think his totals in the end were, were pretty respectable. He played very very well, especially there was a bit of criticism after his first scrimmage where he was overusing the ball, and on paper, I think he shot six of fifteen, but three or four of them, and they were talking about it in the uh, the commentary in, in this game that a lot of them were forced end of shot clock shots, which you just don't want to take, but they also affect your stats, so otherwise he's pretty efficient. So, Kendris Williams, a couple more hustle plays, he took a big charge, Frank went to the rack, the Nuggets started playing this zone defense because their blokes were just getting blown apart man to man, and they continued to get blown apart as they played this zone, we just did what we wanted, Uh, we are hitting... Frank went up, he dunked about three in a row. At half time, we went in, oh no, quarter time, sorry, 33 to 20. So we're pretty happy with that. Went into the second quarter. Nor was throwing lobs to Frank. That was awesome. He got up there and dunked it. Uh, we started the quarter with Frank. We had Kenny Hustle, Drew, Nor, and Favors. So not a bad little lineup. I like. Um, than just playing the one center. I don't think we need to play Jackson alongside Favors. That's um, they can replace each other. It's good. Uh, Drew working hard as always. Couple of intercepts, quick hands. It's good. Um, he's really handy. And there was a bit where he drove into the defense, kicked it out to Nikhil, who splashed a big three. And as soon as their defense collapsed, opened it right up. Phenomenal. I mean, I'm I'm thinking back to it now. I mean. Wow. Very, very impressive. Something else that uh, I was really impressed with was Jackson Hayes getting to the foul line. He is so athletic that every time he gets the ball, and I think they said a stat that he leads centers or he's second in all centers of free throw uh, percentage when he, in terms of his usage. So every time he goes and uses the ball, 74% of the time he's getting free throws out of it. Doesn't mean he makes them, but free throw attempts. Um, so that was pretty impressive that he uh, he's doing that at such a young age. And he loves a free throw. That was something that was really starting to grind my gears is the amount of free throws that the Nuggets got to take. Um, like I said, they, they got over the line early and we just sat there as they just walked up the court every time we fouled them, um, which was a pain. Uh, Big Jacks, he tried to murder Vonley in one uh, instance. He... Went the two-handed dunk over the top of him and, and Von Lee said, no, not today, son. And 
and sent him back. But um, yeah, he got a foul out of that again. That's him getting to the line. That's him using using his athleticism. It's it's phenomenal. You know, we hit big threes in a row. We had Melly big three. JJ contested three. Jax Hustle took the steal. Reverse layup from Etwan, 63 to 52 at the half. Quarter three. We let him have a three straight away. I think it was Tory Craig in the corner. Um, Nikhil started rushing with it a bit. Uh, he forced a shot that was a turnover. The Nuggets actually brought it back to six and we needed a timeout. Alvin Gentry just said, nah, let's have a second. Take a breath and we'll work it out. Uh, there was an instance after that that Nikhil came out, grabbed a massive rebound that he had no interest getting. We saw a bit of Sindarius Thornwell, who was a replacement player. He looks uh, pretty handy himself. So we pushed it. He then bounced past the Jacks. We saw a whole heap of assists from Sindaris in this one. He looks awesome as well. A guy that can definitely contribute, and I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a couple of minutes going forward. More fouls for Hayes. Uh, Big Jar came in. Um, he looks solid, you know, um, in this one. He, he looked a little bit lethargic, but he was all right. I mean, I'm not mad about it. Uh, he was only playing spot minutes. Um, about four plays in a row, Sindarius Thornwell got involved. So Jackson bounced past it to Thornwell. Thornwell bounced past to Cheatham. Zylan Cheatham is also an athletic beast, man. He had seven rebounds in this one. I think he only played eight or nine minutes. Was really, really good. Thornwell went to the rack after that. He drew a foul on the next play. Then he pulled up and he did another big three. So good. If you've got guys at the end of your bench that are willing and able to take those shots, well, I mean, you're laughing. Went into the quarter, um, at the end of the quarter, 85 to 75. New Orleans up again. In the last quarter, Jackson was fouled. He, he shot more free throws. Uh, that's Jackson Hayes. Frank, uh, he, he threw it out of bounds at one point. I think he was just slippery hands or something. That's all right. You get that. Jackson Hayes, reverse scoop layup. Changed hands in midair. This kid's a freak. He's so good. I think he is going to be an absolute beast in coming years. He's not even, he was meant to have a redshirt year and he's doing this now. I love it. Uh, the starters didn't come back on. I think we played pretty well. The bench all the way through from there. Um, good passing overall. We finished the game with an astounding win, um, which was 119 to 104. The key players in this who played well were Jackson Hayes had a remarkable 13 and 6 rebounds. Sindarius had 12. Zion Cheatham had 14. Uh, you know, you got 21 from Nikhil Alexander-Walker along with four boards, five assists, two steals, two blocks. JJ Redick had nine in 11 minutes. Lonzo had three, three, and two. You know, he was just getting stuff done. Drew had five, two, five assists, two steals, and a block in 13 minutes. No one really played too many minutes. Frank Jackson was one of the highest. Uh, him and uh, Nikhil. Nikhil played 31 minutes. Frank Jackson, 28. He had 16, 1, and 4 assists. Zindarius actually had 12 points, 3 rebounds, 7 assists. That's how well he played. Um, so, all in all, a pretty good effort. Now, a little quicker recap of the third game, which was played on the 27th uh, against the Bucks. 
Uh, it was a Bucks home game. Giannis came out really quick. Uh, we had the whole team back, and it seemed that we were going to run uh, a more traditional lineup rather than the four guards that we'd been playing a bit. Uh, that game was very interesting to see, and it was obvious in the beginning that Giannis was going to be a bit of trouble for us. Um, you know, throughout the game, we started really slow. The first quarter, we couldn't hit a barn door with a sniper off. We couldn't even get close to the bucket. We couldn't hit, couldn't hit it at all. Um, you know, Josh Hart then came on, started containing Giannis a bit more, and they started to settle in. There's Robin Lopez three at some point. I know Brooks a good three point shooter, but I didn't realize Robin could shoot him as well. Very impressive, I thought. First quarter ended, Milwaukee up by 9, 30 to 21. We were shooting 19% from three, which in the first few games was like chalk and cheese. We absolutely dominated. So it was difficult, but to be able to keep touch and stay within nine, um, JJ Redick was zero on five uh, in that first half. In the second quarter, we dropped 29 on them. They dropped 23 and, and it was back on. We started clawing it back. Then, JJ woke up. Third quarter, we dropped 40 points on them. They dropped 28. So again, they score a fair bit, but we torched them. JJ dropped 20 and a quarter. He could not miss. It didn't matter where he got the ball. It was going in. It was a four-point play in there. It was phenomenal. Absolutely awesome. You know... Giannis ended up getting 30. He got a 30-piece, but JJ dropped 20 on him. In the last quarter, New Orleans stormed home. We had 34 on him again. They dropped 22. We ended up winning 124 to 103. So you're pretty happy with that with the result, especially when the guys were ramping up their minutes. Our starters were playing in the 20-minute in the range. Uh, for the most part, Derek Favors and Jackson Hayes sort of job-shared a bit. 17 minutes for Derek, 21 for Jackson. And, I mean, they even played, I think, a smaller ball at one point, and, and it might have had net Melly at the center as well. So it was a few different things they mixed up. Uh, Drew ended up with 14 points, four rebounds, three assists and a steal. A very Drew-like stat line. Lonzo, 12-5, three assists, two steal and a block. Melly had 8-5 and two and a block. Ingram, 14-3 and three. Uh, which is not bad at all. Favors didn't score, but he had three rebounds, a steal, assist, and a block. Jackson had 17 and three. Frank Jackson had 16 and one, and one assist as well. Nikhil played 20 minutes, only had eight, three, three, and two steals and a block. So he was a pretty solid stat line, well-rounded. And uh, but we had the JJ Redick off the bench with 20 points. He hit four of seven three-pointers, which was very impressive. All of which came in the in the third quarter. I'm excited, guys. I am excited. I am excited. We are playing real basketball in mere hours. I hope you're all keen. We're going to tear it up. Guys, tweet us if you want. I think I might put a pin in it. You know, I've rattled on. I've talked about our two scrimmages that we had, even though the, the Bucks one was a bit more brief. Went in depth in the first one. If you guys want to hear something or you want to... Want me to get someone on the show? Just tweet me at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. At HoopballPels is the show. Guys, as always, I'm Lyle Swithenbank. This has been the Pelican Scoop. 
Go Pills. Hashtag won't bow down. It's going to be a big win. I can smell the playoffs. We went 3-0 in the scrimmages. Let's go 1-0 in, in the resumption. Stay safe out there, everyone. Enjoy the basketball. I will speak to you soon. Lyle with the Bank, Pelican Scoop. Bye for now. And that's all from me. Gotcha. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.